Talk, the home of where the talking is good. It's your boy, Cody, and the other guy here once again. Oh, hit the microphone here once Whoop. again. Big room, tiny table. <laughs> <laughs> I Got forgot it. where I was going to go. Oh, well, here you are. What's up, guys? How's it Bro. going? I hope you're having a great, wonderful early morning, if it's morning for you, or late afternoon or evening. Today is July 12th. July 12th. Mm. It is July 12th. So that means we got like three weeks-ish until August. Yes. It's almost Christmas. <laughs> I like how we went from August to it's almost Christmas. But, it I mean, is. It is it's not crazy. that far away. We were talking about, you know, the event oh that we got coming up gosh. the next couple months. And it was like, dang, like Christmas is really not that far. It's only like it's four events far removed. Away. When you think about it, because I start setting up like right after Halloween. I mean, I just full send it. You know what I mean? November Pew! 1st. Yeah, bro. <laughs> Lights. At least, at least the second week of November. Because if you set up. And, and I feel like we've talked about this on the pod before. Probably. If you set up after Thanksgiving, you really only have like four weeks of Christmas lights. And I just can't balance that ratio of work to enjoyment. Yeah. It's too short. Yeah. Like if yeah. I, because I, because I do the full send. So I'm looking at like, even though it's like only one day's work, like, sure. you know, technically two, because I do the inside one day, yeah. the outside one day. Yeah. So it's a process. Two, yeah. Two days of work. For four weeks of enjoyment, just that scale is not <laughs> there. <laughs> I, ex- I do not accept this. <laughs> I do not accept this. Yeah. So six weeks is a little bit better. So if I can get up two weeks before Thanksgiving and then four weeks after Thanksgiving, I'm feeling really good. And I used to only do the inside, yeah. but now I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> just like I'm letting the neighborhood know this guy loves Christmas. Yeah, I pretty much wait till like Veterans Day because that's usually like we get Veterans Day off and it's like, oh, I'm off. Let's just let's let's go for so it. So where does that fall usually in November? It's like usually the second week of November. Probably. Okay. Yeah. So it's like usually like a Thursday or this year I think it's a Friday. So I'll just be off anyway. But. Once you put your outside lights on, do you kick them on? Oh, yeah. Okay. I mean, not all day. I never yeah. run them all day sure. except for Christmas Day. Yeah. Even though no yeah. one can see them during same, the day same, on Christmas, same, same. but they're out. They're I love no. that. We, I, I've, I've, in the past, I put them up. We, the inside's fully decorated. I put them up, and then the day after Thanksgiving, I turn them on. Wait, oh, they're up, but they're not even on until the outside. Ap- oh, really? I've done that a couple times in the past. I really don't remember what I did last year. I think last year I just full sent it, and I was like, I don't care. I think we just go for it. I mean, probably, well, we also have little kids, and they're just yeah, like, they're they super stoked. Yeah, so they're just yeah, like, come yeah, on, yeah, turn yeah, on the yeah. snowman. Come on, turn on the skeleton jack. Come on. Yeah, <laughs> I just can't. I mean, I'm excited, man. I can't believe Thanksgiving's coming up. Like, Halloween's coming up. I did that out of order. Halloween's coming up. Thanksgiving's coming up. <laughs> Christmas is coming up. I mean, it's... We're going to uh, title this episode Christmas in July. It just seems fitting. I don't you know. Have to. I have no idea what the topic of the day is or anything, but it's just Christmas in July. It's you know a gift. what? <laughs> And I don't know if this is going to be our conversation today, but <clears throat> and I remember people say like time goes quicker as you get older, and, and maybe I agree with that. But I remember it going pretty quick when I was little too. I would, because like I would sit in class and I'd be like, you know, it's nine o'clock in the morning. I've already done like two periods. And I'm like, today's almost over. Mm. Like it's crazy how quick it goes. Um, <clears throat> but there is something that I've come to realize. Whether you agree with time goes faster as you get older, I don't really think it does. Because I mean, time moves it doesn't at literally the same go time. faster. You know yes. <laughs> I was playing video games the other night with someone. I was like, I had a really long day today, and they're like, "Isn't it the same amount of hours?" And I was like, "Listen here, you little punk." <laughs> no, it was longer. I had four extra hours shoved in my day. <laughs> so, but anyways, uh, uh, I will say this: it just does something when you just start realizing like we this is gonna be really morbid we're not here for a very long time dude don't do that (laughs) 
don't do that. That's so sad. Oh, it's tough. Like I, I, I'm, it's tough. I'm always seeing these things like shared on social media, it's you know, tough. because you know I'm, I'm a dad now, so the algorithm's starting to give me like dad content and parent yeah. content, and they're like, it's only. 13 first days of school it's uh, only 13 christmases it's only you know it's like yeah like cherish these moments I'm like <laughs> my little boy and he's, not, he's not even started kindergarten yet i'm just like he's about to graduate college yeah. <laughs> you know what <laughs> i mean like, <laughs> i'm walking him down the aisle tomorrow <laughs> you know what i mean like but i mean there's something to say about that like there's only so much time we have like we should for one enjoy it and also yep. make the best of yep. that time yeah yeah life is precious man it's precious. And then, you know, I was reading Francis Chan's book many years ago, Crazy Love, and he talks about it. And he just, it, it like, I don't know, after I read this particular portion in the book, I just took a moment and processed because he's like, we don't realize it, but like we drive 80 miles an hour down the interstate like every day. Like he's like, and he just puts it in perspective. It's again, morbid, but he's like, death is right there all the time. That's so scary. And it's just like, wow. And so now when I'm driving on the highway, I'm always like... <laughs> Like super, whoa, watch it, watch it. But, but it's just interesting. And you said it best. Enjoy it, but also make it count. Yeah, yeah. Because it just goes so, I wonder how we can communicate this to the teenagers. Maybe we'll YOLO. do like some service on it. But you <laughs> Bringing know, it back, YOLO. <laughs> you know, they use that, they used to use that terminology. I think we've talked about this on the pod Probably. too. We're starting to recycle content. But like, you know, back in the day when YOLO was a thing, it was like, you only live once, so do crazy stuff. Yeah, you might as well do it now because you might not be able to. Right, but I'm under the persuasion, you only live once. So, you know, if you do something crazy and die at 15... <laughs> I mean, YOLO, YOLO I short. I hope it was worth it. Short like, low. <laughs> I don't short know. low. <laughs> but it's, you know, I just want to make sure, like, as I enter into this stage of my life, you know, maybe it was just because my dad was just here and he's kind of. Your uh, dad was just here? Well, I mean, they came for the Acts 13 meeting. Mom and dad came down for the Acts 13 meetings. and When was that? <laughs> dude, to be honest, this entire year has been Time's been, been going quick. This year's been crazy, you man. You said like he was just here. I was like, dang, did I miss Pastor Dad? Where'd he go? Pastor Dad was here. <laughs> but it's just one thing, you know, and I was talking to my brother when we went to Colorado last year and like his son graduated high school and now is like out of the house. And it's just like, and my brother was like, he literally said this. He's like, just things happen in life that make you realize your own mortality. Yeah. Like. I'm rounding the corner here, and there's no street after, you know what I mean? It's, and you just start thinking about that stuff, and I just want to encourage people. And, and I think, I don't know, maybe it's a Lecrae song or something like but, you know, after today's done, you can't relive it. Mm-hmm. Make today count. Yeah. Like, let's make the most of it. Enjoy it, like you said, yeah. absolutely, but also let's make it count for mm-hmm. something. I don't get these hours back. I don't get these moments back. I want to enjoy every moment with my family. I want to enjoy every moment that I'm here, and I just thank God for another breath. And, but not only that, I want to make the most impact for his kingdom and for the greater good in this very short life that we have. And I think lots of times we're just so distracted by all these other things that when we do round that corner, we're like, man, I wonder how many hours. And I got to speak to myself, too. Sure. How many hours and days did I just waste of nothingness? Dude, okay, <laughs> so before kids... And, you know, I'm a mm, dad, so this is kind of like how I can just like relate in this moment. But it's like, I think about how many hours mm. like Kylene and I would just like more or less just sit in front of the TV yep. at the end of the day, yep. you know, and, and it was fun. It was great. You know, that's just what we enjoyed doing. There's nothing wrong with that. Right. But I think about how much time 
yeah. that we would spend, you know, just doing our own thing in that regard. But now it's like with kids, it's like, where, where did we have time to like, yeah. that doesn't fit in this time anymore. Right. Like you know, we're using this time in a whole different direction. We're using it in a whole different way now. And I'm also thinking like, yeah. did we waste a lot of time? Mm. <laughs> Not that, you know, obviously our time together was precious and right. good. And I'm sure there was a lot that Necessary. came from it. Sure. Absolutely. But at the same time, like, there was probably moments where we didn't need to watch four hours of a season of a show every yeah. single night. Yeah, and it's and, and it's a it's even about like just being aware in moments, mm-hmm. like just because we're no matter what we are called to do in life. For us, it's ministry. Mm-hmm. For our wives, it's ministry. But like maybe someone watching is an accountant. Maybe somebody's a sales specialist. Maybe somebody is in advertising. Whatever it is, but there's like we're all called by God for God. Mm -hmm. We're all created by him and for him. And it's about being able to make moments every day count for the kingdom. And it's like when I'm at Walmart and I've done this so much recently where I feel inspired by the Holy Spirit to make a moment count with somebody. And I'm just like, nah, (laughs) you know, but it's like, it's like, okay, I know that gets out of my comfort zone. And it's like, really, do I need to do this? And and when you start thinking about it, you're only given so many moments to make a difference. And being able to make a difference in someone's life, they, that might be life or death for yeah, them. Maybe. And so I think valuing it the way it needs to be valued and just looking at my life and being like, okay, even when I'm outside of the pulpit, yeah. even when I'm outside of the church, even when you're outside of your accountant job and when you're outside of being that sales associate, when you're outside living in this world, are we seizing the moments that God has given us? I really mm-hmm. love in the movie, I think it's Bruce Almighty, when they are asking, maybe it's Evan Almighty. Is it Evan Almighty? One of them. I don't know. Where are you going with it? <laughs> well, they're asking for more family time. I think mm. it's Evan. It's the one with Michael Scott. That's not his real name. <laughs> Steve Carell. Yes. <laughs> Michael Scott, when he was in the- I actually didn't watch Evan Almighty. I should go okay. back and watch it. Uh, to me, I was I, I was hesitant because I'm like, it's probably one of those like sequels that are just like stupid. It wasn't I mean? great, but I just like Steve Carell. <laughs> yeah, for sure. But his wife- is asking for more family time because dad's real busy and she's counting down the days. Like we only got, and, and you know, Morgan Freeman, who's God, (laughs) he shows up at a diner and he's like, when you ask me for for more family time, do I just give you more family time or do I give you opportunities to have more family time? Mm. And it's like, whoa. Yeah. You know, it's okay. We're asking for stuff and, and he's, his way of giving it is like, I'm not just going to bless you with more family time, but I'm going to provide opportunities yeah. for time. So good. And you decide what you're going to do. You can use that time to use it for what I'm, you're asking me for. Yeah. And I feel like it's just like when I saw that in that movie, I was just like, that's really, really good. It's like lots of times we ask God for these things, whatever those things may be, and he doesn't directly give us that thing, but he'll provide opportunities like, Lord, I, I need more financial increase. Does he just financially increase me or does he give me opportunities to bless somebody so I'm making a way for financial increase to come into my life? So good. I, I, this is just so weird because literally like <clears throat> a minute before you started talking to this, like the word opportunity just kept coming mm. to my mind. I'm just like, why are we talking? What, what's happening? And then you started saying, it. I was like, it's so cool. Like we have to make the most of every single day and seek out yeah. and be aware of the opportunities. Yeah. And I think yeah, that's yeah, why yeah. it's so vital that in this life of enjoying the mm. moment, enjoying the day and making the most, but also trying our best to really learn and understand the yeah. voice of the Holy Spirit. Mm. So that way we can better understand and recognize those yep. opportunities when they come at us. Like yesterday, uh, we were at the pool with the family, the neighborhood pool. 
and you know my kids are still young so they're kind of like they're bouncing from this little tiny like more or less like one foot kiddie pool to like the big pool mm. so we're going back and forth back and forth but finally i was over there in the little kiddie pool with evie and this other like family was there they're a very young family and they were just like kind of making small talk with me and i found that they had just moved here like literally eight days ago wow and they were like you know i was like what do you do blah blah, blah. and they're like what do you do and i was like well i work for a church which already i was like oh gosh here we go like yeah. what's, it, what's the reaction gonna be right. i'm always hesitant i'm like i work for a church you know because i just don't know what people are gonna do are they gonna get like all clammed up and like sure. stop talking to me now sure. but if, immediately he goes oh Hey, we're Christian. We're we're actually looking for like churches right now. And really? I was like, this is so cool. Like wow. just like, you know, this this little conversation of just like small talk led into being like, Hey, mm. that's so cool that you're looking for a church. I work at Cornerstone. Would love for you to check us out yes. sometime. I was like, no pressure by any means. I was like, I won't be there this Sunday because I'm going on vacation, mm. but you should come check us out. And so like just recognizing those little opportunities to even just plant a seed of faith, you know what yeah. I mean? And, and I feel like sometimes we get in our heads about these opportunities of like, I don't know if I'm going to say the right things. I'm going to yeah. look like an idiot and put my foot in my mouth. But sometimes it's just simply saying like, hey, you should come out to church sometime. Yeah. See what you can do. That'd be cool. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know, being mindful of the opportunities, but, you know, recognizing how to navigate it with him. The power of casual conversations you know, uh, you have to give me their name. So if they did, they seem like they might have been interested. I think so. I mean, like, <laughs> I, I mean, they basically were like, we haven't had a chance to like really check out all the search. We've checked them out online right yeah, now, of course, sure. which I'm like, everyone's doing that right now. So yeah. Good thing we got good online stuff. <laughs> yeah. Just don't judge us by it. Come in person. But anyways, <laughs> like, so one thing is, though, is and I think we, we can all take a moment and like reflect on this. Like, OK. As we look around and we see everything, the the you cannot de- deny intelligent design. Mm. Like intelligent design is everywhere. Yeah. You know, uh, you know, to think like we evolved from something is just kind of ludicrous in my mind. To think that the the Big Bang like nothing created something that <laughs> doesn't work for me either. You know, but intelligent design. Even the Bible talks about like all of creation port, points towards a creator. Right. Um, and so where I'm going with this is like if we really believe that this world was created by God and he's the intelligent designer of everything, then that leads me to believe that every moment has been intelligently designed by him. Mm. Like he knows what he's doing. Yeah. And there's no serendipitous moments out there. It's all on purpose. Mm. You know, it's all divine. I don't want to get like weird, but it's like me walking into this person at Walmart or you meeting those people at the pool if he is the creator and he's the one that has intelligently designed all of this and yeah. he is all knowledge, like we talked about on the last podcast, he knew that that moment was going to be there yeah. for you. And it's cool to see somebody seize that moment yeah, yeah. and say, okay, my intelligent creator had designed this moment in time for his purpose, for Ephesians 2, 8, the good things you created predestined for me to do long beforehand. It's so wild to think about God created this moment years before this moment actually happened. And now here we are getting heady right there, (laughs) dude. It gets a little wild. (laughs) It gets beyond your, but, but I think what that does is it makes these moments more weighty to where we're not so casual with them. We understand, okay, this is intelligent design working right here. God figured all this out. You know what I mean? It's kind of like the movies, oceans 11 and oceans 12 and oceans 13. And they just kept going with (laughs) it. But like oceans 11, the reason it worked is because they had planned all of that out ahead of time. And then it was just a matter of doing and working the plan. And like in those moments, if we'll just like have this inner monologue and be like, okay, God planned this. He planned for me to have this conversation with you at the pool. Yeah. He planned for me to 
meet this person at Walmart, for our paths to cross. I think lots of times we, we, we say this, there are no coincidences. Mm. You know, if I receive a check in the mail, that's not a coincidence. Yeah. Like, that was planned. Yeah. I, I gave somewhere where I needed to mm. give by inspiration of the Holy Spirit. Therefore, I opened up the windows of heaven. And like, this is now, mm. I think too many people chalk stuff up to luck sure. and coincidence and serendipitous and it's god yeah it's like it's divine interruption yeah. into our lives and and that's not that far-fetched because he wants to be a part of our lives yeah i think it's like there's always opportunity for you to partner with what god is doing mm. and i think that that is the, the i joy like the that, way you that, said that that we need to recognize with our, we get this privilege to partner with yes god. and it doesn't have to be from a pulpit it doesn't have to right. be from like this type of scenario. It can be in literally anything. Yeah. And I think that that is what's so wonderful and beautiful and what's so cool about God is like God gets his hand. He wants to get in the mud with yes. you. You know what I mean? He, he wants to get in there and do the work with you. Yes. And that's what's so cool is that like he he wants to work mm. with people. Yes. And, and I think that that is so awesome to understand that there's this infinite, crazy, wild, huge God that wants to partner with me. Mm to make his will come to pass on this earth. And he wants to partner with you so he can now partner with someone else. It's just like this crazy like little baton relay race type situation yeah. and it comes back to you again. Yeah. You know, it's so cool. Yeah, because like you say, I mean, he wants to get involved in like their situation yes. to help their family, to be their provider, be their protector, be their counselor, be yeah. all the things that he is to the believer. Sure. And maybe they are believers, but he's always wanting to improve yeah, on absolutely. all of us. And so... Yeah. It's amazing. I love that you said that partnering with God mm -hmm. in these opportunities to make things happen in the earth. And it's like, dude, I, it's amazing to think about if all Christians, myself included, could just grab a hold of this on a different level yeah. and like see every day as a mission to seize the opportunities that God has given me. Man, you say mission too, because I think about mission trips, like how... We're so focused. <laughs> well, yeah, like when we wake up, we're like, we are on a mission for I'm the Lord. the Philippines! And like, you know what I mean? Like we, we go to Nepal, we go to Ecuador, and like yeah. every day we wake up with yeah. this mindset of like, yes, souls are like helping people. Let's build some houses. Let's do this. Yep. And we get so stupid motivated yep. about it. And then we come back home, we're like, eh, let's just slip back into the norm. And it's crazy because we've gone on many missions trips and we see people like, we're at the store, they're witnessing. We're mm -hmm. at the restaurant they're witnessing we're out on the on the bus driving to locations they're witnessing yeah. and, and i'm Which, guilty great. of this too yeah yeah use yeah people sent you you know do the work right right, right. <laughs> but we're all sent by god yeah yeah and that's the thing it's like but it's so cool it's, it's so great because like it's like we go on these mission trips like five days seven days nine days and we're like we're winning all of keto in nine days <laughs> this is happening <laughs> Everyone in this city, all one million of them, will know Jesus. What by if the time we had we that leave? mentality every day, though? <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Yeah, That's like what we, we need to do. Madison will know the Lord yes. by the end of this week. <laughs> yes, and, and I'm speaking to myself. I've got to get better at this. Yeah, I've yeah. got to get better yeah. at this. I've got to remember what Matthew 10:8 says. He says, "You know, heal the sick, cleanse the lepers. Freely you have received, freely." you ought to give. And so I, Robert's got to get better at giving. And I feel like that freely, it's almost like liberally, right? Yeah. And so it's just like, just keep going. Like, just keep doing like, it. And do it in it, abundance. Yeah, like, just, just let get it flow it out, out of you. Was yeah. there someone behind you? you no. You freaked I, me I out don't know what then. I looked at. I someone just, just like, like jumping up on I was like, ah! Like, gosh. <laughs> I low-key was looking outside to see if rain was coming. A really weird moment in time. It's amazing how my mind's all over the place all the time. So, But, yeah, but liberally. Focused. Focused. <laughs> I'm here. <laughs> 
I was hearing what you were saying. I wasn't disconnected. No, no, no. Yeah, I, know, I didn't mean it like that. I just literally thought someone was walking up on us. You know, because sometimes you know people are doing stuff in this building, and so people have their headphones in, so maybe they're doing stuff they don't know we're up here. But I don't know. I don't like when people just like jump up behind me. Honestly, like, ah. dude. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah, like we should like liberally Gosh, be giving it away. Yes, like that's even encouraging for me. Like I'm about to go on vacation, mm. but that doesn't mean that I'm on vacation mm. from what I'm called to do. You know, I, I think back to X amount of years ago when we were going on a different vacation with just me and Kylene, but we had ministered to a, right. a woman at a rest stop right. because, you know, she was going through a right. problem with like addiction, and all that kind of stuff. And I remember in that moment, like when she asked me, it had to have been divine, like you said, and divinely orchestrated because they like knew I was a pastor somehow. And like, mm. I don't know. There's no, nothing that I can think of that would lead them to believe I was a pastor. Intelligent design. Other than the Lord. You know what I mean? <laughs> um, but it's like in that moment, there was like this part of me that was going to be like, nope. <laughs> See <laughs> yeah. you later. And yeah, yeah, just yeah, drive yeah. away. But, yeah. uh, but I, <laughs> <laughs> time to go. Uh, but you know, it's like recognizing, even though when I'm mm. on break, I'm not on yeah, break yeah, yeah, on yeah, what yeah. I'm called to do. Yeah. And, and so Love like, that. even as I'm about to go on this vacation, I'm so excited and I'm so ready because yeah. I'm just so tired and I'm so ready to rest. But at the same time, I don't need to rest in that regard. I yeah. need to still be aware that I can still be partnering with God while I'm at the beach. Yeah, I watch these guys on YouTube. It's called like Ball is Light, East Coast Ball, uh, bas- street basketball players. And there's one guy, uh, he wears a shirt and it says no days off. Mm. Like I'm always training. That's I'm good. always working. I'm always grinding. No days off. Yeah. And I just love that shirt. And I love that mentality. Yeah. Like literally no days off. So good. And it's not easy, man. No. Like we were at the pool. Um, let me top your pool story. With top my it. pool. No, I'm just kidding. Mine's, <laughs> mine is like really bad. Because <laughs> like, we're at the pool and we're with our family and, and we're with friends and I'm just trying to enjoy the day. Sure. And there's someone there who like wants ministry. Oh man. And like they're <laughs> pouring their heart out and they're oh, and no. in my head, I'm thinking, I just want to be at the pool. Yeah. <laughs> but I corrected and I listened to him and I thank the Lord for the yeah. opportunity to be able to minister to him sure. and help him. And in my mind, I was just like, okay, this is, this is what we're, this is what we're here to do. Mm-hmm. This is what Jesus did. Yeah. He helped people. Mm. You know, and even there's so many examples. I forget the specific one right now. I, I preached on it a while back, but when they were on one of their journeys on <laughs> foot, you know, they were basically traveling from here to Birmingham on foot, sure. and they stopped by a town for water. I forget the name of the Samaria. town. Yeah, and and there was someone who needed something, and Jesus was like not so focused on where he had to go to where he didn't take time out to do what needed to be done, mm. and so, uh, and it's like. I just need to have that mentality all the time. Yeah. Like, you know, we're always on. Mm-hmm. And that's not just us because we're pastors. As believers, Yeah, we're always on. We yeah. should have the mentality that Jesus had. And, and, and the mentality Jesus had is, is someone needs help? Yeah. I'm here to help. Yeah. And, and I think that we should rest in knowing that, like, God is going to use you where you're even at in your knowledge of him. Mm. You know what I mean? Like, I think that we should always be trying to endeavor to know more of sure. God, and we should always want yeah. to know more of God and grow closer to Him and grow more in our revelation of His Word, yeah. so we have more in our reservoir to pour out. Yeah. But at the same time, if God is leading you to talk to someone, then you have the equipment. Sure. If He's asking you to do it, then That's you've right. got something on the That's inside right. of you to lead that person in that conversation. Yeah. So don't doubt in that moment. When you feel God tugging on your heart to talk to somebody, you've got the equipment. 
Yep. And and, and and God will supply in that that moment of time the right words, the right the right leading, the right conversation yep. because He's the one that called you for it. Yep. I fully believe if He called you, He's equipped you. Absolutely. And I'll be a little bit more brutal. It's just an excuse. Mm. It's an excuse lots of times, not always, but lots of times because I've used it. Sure. It's an excuse for me to use to get out of doing what I know I'm supposed to be doing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so I just have to chill out and like be like, okay, what? And here's the thing. You don't have to know anything yes. about God to invite someone to church. Yes. Like, which is crazy because we do know stuff about him yeah. and we, we do have this relationship with him, but when you look at it that way, there are no excuses. You yeah. have, we, we all have no excuse. Yeah. If we're worried about the hard questions, we'll just invite them to church and let the pastor answer the hard yeah, questions. Yeah, be like, look, hey, I understand you asked me about this. I, I don't really know at this moment, but yeah. hey, come out to church. We'll figure it out together. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, honestly. Like, that's my thing. There's even times as a I've pastor. i said that, yeah. And, and I'm just like, look, I don't really know the answer to that question right now. Let me do some research. Let me dig into the Word for myself. Or hey, let's investigate this together. Let's yeah. figure this out. I yeah, feel yeah. like there's nothing wrong with saying I don't know. Yeah. But I know the one that does. That's absolutely <laughs> right. That's absolutely And I want you to experience it. Yes. And I know where you can, you know? So I think it's just about understanding this wonderful responsibility that God has entrusted to all of us. Mm -hmm. I was listening to a sermon the other day and the minister was talking about, you know, godly families and stuff. And he was talking about like when kids are children, you train them. And when they're teenagers, you teach them. And when they're adults, you trust them. Mm. And it's something like, I was thinking about that word trust. God has entrusted something to it. He's taught us, he's trained us, and now he trusts us to do what we're supposed to do. Um, You know, Jesus did the same thing with the disciples. He taught them, he trained them, and then when, right before he's leaving, I'm trusting you, go into all the world and preach the good news. God believes in you. God believes in you, which is powerful. Right? I mean, and in some ways, it's almost like God has faith in you. (laughs) (laughs) Which is is kind of crazy (laughs) if you think about it. It's not that far-fetched because he created you, so believing in us is believing in himself. I mean, he's not going to doubt his creation. Like, I I mean... Come on, so he's he, pretty confident. He's pretty if, confident. If he, if he, made he made you good to things do it, to do good works. It's pretty rad to like think yes. about that. Like he built you for it, so yes. he knows you're capable to yes. do it. So trust the one that created Amen. you. Amen. Amen. Go at it with confidence. Go at it with confidence. Yeah. And, and confidence is sexy. Ooh. Yes, don't, it don't is. Don't quote that. I mean, it is true, though. <laughs> yeah, so be that sexy Christian. Make, make church sexy. I, we're getting into a weird place. I don't now. know what's happening right now. I don't know what's happening right delete now. Delete it. Delete it from the podcast. Delete it. Uh, anyways, I don't know. Oh, it's so good. But I mean, you know, oh, there, there's nothing wrong with What'd you do, Cody? What's happening? I don't here? know what I. I this is on you, <laughs> man. Hey. What happened here? Yeah, be uh, confident in be who confident. God made you to be. be that's confident. the thing. And, and be confident in your every day with Him. I think that's really what we're trying to talk about here in a in a nutshell. Is <laughs> that like we need to enjoy this life with God and seize every moment to mm. share this same enjoyment with other people, so they too can come to know him like we know him. Okay, one final example. One <clears throat> final example. One final example. And this is just this is just brass tacks truth, mm. you know, from my lips to the heart of God. I have a lot of regrets where in high school I could have made a difference. And I flat out didn't. Yeah. I chose to live another way. And you know, I've let go of that, but if I sat down and and told everybody there there's some regrets I have there just simply I was not who I was supposed to be therefore I did not do what I was supposed to do and 
to me, you know, there's no guilt in God. There's no condemnation. But in the natural, I look back at it and like, who could have, because you're in high school. Yeah. So who could have met God if I would have done what I was supposed to do to where the rest of their life yeah. would have been a journey with him? I mean, it's so vital because even now, like, there's been dozens, and I, 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 I wanted to say hundreds, but I know it's not hundreds. There, there's been dozens and, and probably e- even double dozens of people that I went double to high dozens. school <laughs> that are dead. You know mm, what I mean? Mm. That that are not living today, yeah, because of decisions that made or, or circumstances happen in their life. And I'm 33 years old. Mm. I'm only roughly 15 years or so removed from high school. That's not that long a <laughs> time. It's similar like all. what you're saying. Like life is literally very, very yeah, short. Right. So we should make the most of every opportunity. And again, that's not to like guilt you into doing something, but hopefully it inspires you to yeah, do something. Yeah, it's just showing the weight of yes. the responsibility. Yeah. Like how how much better and how much more fulfilling could someone's life have been had they known what we know in yeah, Christ. Yeah. You know what I mean? And yeah, I'm not yeah. saying that they didn't know God and cause I don't really know them on that level, but there are a lot of people that if I had to assume they probably did not know the truth, at least in the fullest capacity. Yeah. And just because I know like where most people are at in the pulse of this world right yeah. now, there's a lot of people that don't know the hope of Jesus Christ like they should. Yeah. Um, and so we as believers, we need to seek out those opportunities or be sensitive to those opportunities. Even now, as you young believers that are in high school, you have, you have very, very few moments left yeah. in your time in high school to share Jesus. So every single day, be mindful of that opportunity and share now so that way you don't look back and be like, oh, I wish I did share. And that that goes beyond <clears throat> even high school. Sure. Like like there's sure. there's adults that like, you know, maybe you're an accountant right now, but a year from now God opens up in a door for you to do something else and you leave that accountant firm. Yeah. So so we never know when that opportunity yeah. to make a difference in that place is going to be gone. Sure. So it's just a bit like, you know, we say this way. I mean, you only go through ninth grade once. You only go through 10th grade once. You understand. We can make a joke right there. But sure. you only go, you only do certain things one time. Yeah. And so, you know, you may not have another opportunity. You got, you may be an accountant right now and God may <laughs> upgrade you to be the managers of Bucky's because they pay. Hey. Um, you know what I mean? Hey, hey. And so you might, you know, most people, I think they have like five career changes before they settle in. And so you just don't know how long of time you have to make a difference where you're planted in this season. So it's about maximizing this season for all of us, whether Mm -hmm. we're in elementary school. I mean, I want kids in elementary school to be inviting kids to church. For sure. We shouldn't wait until we're in college or post-college. Do it now. Middle school, high school, college, and then beyond. We all have this responsibility. And it's about understanding the weight of that responsibility of what God's entrusted to every single one of us. I feel like sometimes we get into this blur where only God's entrusted ministers to do his work on the earth. And that's so far from the truth. This has been granted unto disciples, unto believers. I would say that we're kind of in the minority, if I had to say. Like, we should be, at least. And if it's supposed to work how it's supposed to work, we're supposed to be the ones that— you know, send you out in, yeah. in theory. Like you, you, you are the ones that are supposed to be on the front lines doing the real work. And, all you know, of us. And we all are yeah. in that way. But it's like, don't put us up there. We're all in this That's together. right. There's, there's not enough five-fold ministers on the planet to reach the planet. Mm. And so it's got to be a collective effort. You know, yeah. it's it's not just it's not just the generals that go out and fight the war. It's not just the captains that go out. It's even it's the 
you know, the ones in the infiltrate. It's yeah. all, it's everybody, everybody that goes out and wins wars. And, mm-hmm. and we're at war with the devil mm. and the kingdom of darkness. And it's time for light to start expanding. And when light starts expanding, there's that scripture that says the gates of hell will not prevail against her. So it's just a matter of us saying, dude, we we're we're the ones in power here. Yeah. Let's go use our power for good and let's go make a difference in this dark world. But it's going to take all of us mm. and it's going to take every single one of us recognizing these opportunities and being sensitive, like you said, to the Holy Spirit and being like, whoa, yeah, my master, my creator has intelligently designed this moment in time yeah. to help somebody and I'm a part of it. Amen. So let's gear up. And I'm speaking to myself. Yeah. Let's gear up and let's get after it and uh, let's make a difference. Amen. And, and I think that even goes beyond just the conversational type things. I feel like sometimes we can get a little bit like, you know, focused on like, it's got to be in the conversation. No, it's in, in all areas of your everything. life. Like let everything that you do bring glory to God. Yes. Like, like in the way that you serve in this world, it should reflect Jesus. And, yeah. and I think that that is another way being <clears throat> mindful of the day being mindful of the opportunities of how you interact with this world how i treat somebody with my actions and my demeanor and my response in my actions and in my words does that reflect jesus yes is that potentially leading someone into light or pushing them away from the light if jesus is seen through us what does he look like mm. to the world what does he look like and that's an important question for every believer to answer. That's really good. Especially young people. Yeah. What does Jesus, this Jesus that you serve, what does he look like through your life? Mm. To your friends at school that don't serve him, what does Jesus look like? And if he doesn't look like the Jesus of the Bible, then you're messing it up and you need to get it together. That, and that goes for all of us. Yeah, you know, absolutely. There's, the Bible shows us who he is and we are to be a reflection of that. Mm-hmm. And so if they look at us and they see a different Jesus than the one that's described in the Bible, then we need to make some changes like yeah. immediately because yeah, yeah. <laughs> we're doing what you said. We're pushing people further away from him when we're supposed to be pulling people towards right. him. And so, you know, it's a weighty responsibility. We need to all of us. We need to step up and get this done. Amen. Amen. Lives depend on it. Lives depend on it. So go forth in confidence today. Yeah. That sexy Christian confidence. <laughs> yes. Because <laughs> you are equipped to do this, man. Uh, what's that? Back in the 80s, they had the I'm too sexy for my shirt. <laughs> we should make a seawall shirt. Too sexy for my shirt. Yeah. Too sexy for my shirt. All se- well, I don't oh, even know the I words. I don't know the words either. <laughs> yeah. uh, anyways, we oh got weird with it. We always it's do. All right. <clears throat> it's all right. But seriously, guys, mm-hmm. you, you have opportunities every single day let's yeah. make these moments All count because people need to hear about jesus Amen. people need to see jesus and you have this mm. amazing opportunity to partner with god yeah. and, and and do the work with him amen and you've been designed for it you've been created for it so you've been equipped to do it yeah so go and do amen. it amen 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 we love you guys so much we'll see you on the next bye. one bye <laughs>